Welcome to the Real Fit, Real Talk podcast with your hosts, Kevin Jeffrey. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Real Fit, Real Talk podcast. Uh, we missed a week and uh, I do apologize for that. I was away and uh, unfortunately I uh, had to be locked down and I didn't have any of my equipment with me at home. Um, but we we're all negative and it was all okay and everyone's fine. So it, it wasn't a problem in the end. Um, I just couldn't get to the equipment and get recording for a podcast for a week. So uh, that was an issue, but I will ensure that that is something of a rarity. Um, and actually something that we're looking into um, as we go forward will be actually creating series. Um, so we'll have batches of different podcast subjects we can start talking about and talking to people about um, so that's something I'm currently working on in the background. So it will be something that hopefully will be a very rare thing, but uh, it does happen every now and again, uh, and it's out of our control. But in the crazy world we live in, that's that's something that, you know, we, we just have to get used to, I suppose. So we're back. Uh, and today what I want to talk about is, uh, is, is going to be some home training truths and trying to help you guys out if you're struggling with getting your home training right, or if you're not sure what you want to do. Um, you know, with the Real Fit Online uh, platform that we've we're, we've created and we're growing, um, really, I just want to start talking about what my beliefs are about home training and where you can maybe shift it and change it and get it working for you, so that you can get longer term gains um, and and avoid all the pitfalls that can happen with training in commercial gyms or even group trip based gyms. But um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But first and foremost, as always, guys, thanks for the feedback. Thank you for following. Um, you can catch us at connect at realfitonline.co.uk if you need any questions answered or if you want a particular subject brought up. Um, but, you know, as always, we'll just get cracking and start talking about it and open up the, the idea um, and then we can revisit it maybe one day in the future um, or you can understand it a bit more as we go through it and start explaining it more on social medias, um, which I will be stepping up a little bit more on my game um, with social media just because, um, you know, it's a platform that's there, it, it, you know, it's not about, um, you know, making more money or doing anything else, but just utilizing the platform and, and kind of putting my, you know, things that I want in my life and, 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 you know, they're down so that it stays there forever. Something to kind of remember yourself by, uh, I think that's just important to, uh, ensure that you, you keep that alive. So the social media posts and stuff will start increasing. Um, so be, you know, just, just look out for that. Um, but let's talk about why home training, you know, home training for, for me, you know, the, the, the title of this is home training, your long-term awesome guide to home training. Um, because what I want to show people is that home training, you know, is, is, has been something we've been all forced to do. Um, but when you're forced to do something, generally you're not, you know, going to go into it 110% if it's not your own choice. But from the pandemic that happened, some people thrived and even found a way of training that suited them and they could move on. Um, some people got lost in the in the sort of the, the mess and, you know, either did well in the first lockdown, but then and as the second lockdown kicked in, um, it didn't go so well. Um, I lost the mojo a little bit. Um, you know, it, it, was, it was it was a mixed bag. But really the thing that always comes about is people tend to say, you know, I'll just, you know what, Kev, it's just not for me. I just don't, I don't enjoy training at home. So, so what I think of is, you know, why, why does home training suck for some, you know, I mean, I, I've always said it myself and, uh, it, it was only more recently that I've started to 
you know, as I say, have to train a bit more in a quiet environment that I've actually quite enjoyed it. I've had the luxury over the lockdowns to be working in a gym and to have access to that gym, which means I could come in and train myself. Um, and that meant, you know, that kept me kind of sane through that particular period of time. But what, you know, what the problem was, wasn't necessarily, um, for me anyway, it wasn't that it was a gym that I had to go to. Um, it was more just a space outside of the house. And I think that's kind of maybe where people, um, you know, first and foremost, start thinking about, well, I don't really like training in my home. I, you know, I've got a, a saying, you know, that you, you don't eat where you crap, basically, um, you know, with an animal, you don't put its, its litter tray next to its food because that's two different things altogether that the, 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 the animal has to do, the cat has to do. So you put the litter tray in one room and you put the food in another and they have their separate places to do those two jobs. And it's the same with training and being at home. You know, being at home is where you want to relax. It's where you want to chill and be with the family and, and, and enjoy yourself. And then if you're asked to do something like training, which you might consider a chore or you, you find it hard to get yourself motivated or you don't really have the room, you know, those things can be, you know, quite difficult to kind of get out of your mind. So you can't really get into the zone for training. And it's happened to me several times where I've been away on holiday or I've been at home and I've just been thinking, oh, I just need to get a workout done. And you just can't seem to get in that groove because, you know, either the the, you know, the, the kids or the dog or your wife or whoever, you know, or your partner um, or your, your housemates, they just keep popping into the room or, or asking you questions. And then it's sort of like you just get thrown off your workout and it just doesn't quite feel like you're going to get in that zone. So, you know, I, I get that. I understand it. But there's ways of trying to work out a way around it, um, funny enough, working out. Um, and, you know, that's what we want to try and get into. But for some people, you know, it might not just be the home thing, you know, not might not just be the training where you like to relax or that, you know, the fact that the family is still all around and you get distracted or you're not, your mind's not on the actual training purpose. It might be that you need other people to feed off, um, which is a big reason why, you know, as a real fit gym, um, over the lockdown periods, initially the, you know, the live workouts and on-demand stuff worked really well. By the second one, I think once people have come back a little bit and then gone back home, it was very hard to kind of get them keep the motivation up for people, you know, because they need other people there. They need to be in a group of people or have a, you know, a coach there with them physically to get the motivation to carry on. So though my personal training, you know, uh, you know, athletes were all cool with doing the, the one-to-one sort of zoom sessions, it was very hard in the group setting to get the whole, you know, the whole membership to keep on to that and to sign up to that and to do that long term because it is just not the same. And and that's, you know, puts people off and, and, you know, knocks people back a little bit. So it might be that you just need other people to feed off. You need, other, you need, you need a coach there telling you, you know, sort of shouting and keeping you accountable. Um, you know, those things are, you know, paramount to you to get motivated. Then it's going to be very difficult in an environment where you don't have those things to keep motivated um but that is really just a mindset that is really just to kind of like you feel like you need those things it's like anything else if you feel like you need it if you if you, if you think i need this environment i need this um you know piece of equipment i need this um you know area of, of space or i need this person to tell me what to do in this environment or i need two or three people to sort of share the pain with me you know whatever it's going to be that's just a an object, uh, uh, an obstacle, that's the word I want to put, an obstacle that you've put in front of yourself to make yourself 
um, you know, to, 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 to give yourself that opportunity to say, I can't do it because, you know, if, if you didn't have that reason, if it was just your excuses, um, then you wouldn't be able to give that um, because it just seems weak source. But it, because it, you have that external kind of, I need people around me, I need that person around me, then that's, you know, that's what you're going to use. The other thing might be, you know, don't have all the kit. So, you know, in a workout, you know, to, to, you know, generally in real fit workouts, we like to give people the opportunity to use body weights, bands, kettlebells, um, suspension training kit, like rings, um, you know, general stuff. Sometimes we throw in barbells and, and other, other implements, depending what the session is. Um, but, you know, we have a very sort of set, you know, bits, pieces of kit that we can use. If you don't have those bits of kit at home, if all you've got is your body weight, for example, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you don't want to go out and buy all the equipment or during the pandemic, it was quite expensive to get the equipment. Then it becomes again, another crutch that you're going to hold against training at home. So it's going to be quite difficult for you. So those types of people that, that need the environment to be right or need the equipment to be right or need everything, to, you know, need a, need a coach that's going to be there to, to keep them accountable. You know, training at home will suck. You know, will feel like a, 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 a hard job to get done. And that is really what we're trying as Real Fit Online to show people that, you know, if you, you know, if that's what you want, then that's great. And we have our Real Fit Center here in St. Neitz and hopefully in the future, we may be able to open up a couple more, but if not, then there are great establishments of group-based training. And I would always encourage people, you know, if you, if you want to go to a gym, I find having that group-led session is always a good thing. Um, the, 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 the positives and negatives of that uh, they, you know, they come, they come into their own. And, you know, for example, for someone like me being in a group based environment all the time keeps me, you know, makes me super competitive and pushes me, you know, to, a bit too far sometimes because I, I'm a, I'm a kind of person that wants to show what my capabilities are. And I like to, um, you know, but I guess show off in that sense. Um, and that's quite tough then when you're in that environment and you're constantly having to think, right, well, if they're doing you know, they're doing deadlifts with that barbell, then I'm going to start cleaning it because, you know, I'm going to show that I'm stronger and I can do more work. Um, you know, that's just the mentality I have. And it's probably, a, you know, it's a terrible mentality to have, but it's the reason that I don't generally train with groups or partners or anything else because the, it becomes too competitive and it becomes too much. Um, and I don't listen to my body and listen to what I need to do each day, which is the massive important part, especially as you get a bit older. Um, certainly I was getting away with it earlier on in my 30s. Now I'm in my later 30s and going into my 40s, you know, I'm not going to be getting away with it as much. And I could still do it, of course, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week um, and do my own training outside of that. But, you know, for me, I'd much, much rather make it a special occasion that I train with other people um, and then that works out from there. So for, for me, it's slightly different. But if you're someone that needs that for motivation, it's going to be different for you. You're going to need that group-based environment, which then I recommend finding a good group-based gym near you. Um why is home training so awesome though? I mean, what, what, why has my opinion changed on it? Well, it hasn't really, but again, like I said before, right at the start, I think it's the environment that you set yourself that's important. Whether you're training at home or whether you're training in a gym, having separate sort of areas where it's definitely the work area. Like I say, you don't, you don't eat where you crap, right? So we don't, we're not going to try and work out in our bedrooms because that's where we sleep. You know, generally if, You've got space in the dining room, you can do that. That's not a problem. Um, but, you know, it's finding that space to to make it work. But when you're going to 
dedicate yourself to having a home gym. I think that's sort of the, the big thing um, to say, right, I need this space. This is going to be my home gym. I'm going to buy some kit. I'm going to put it in here and, and this is where I'm going to come and exercise. Um, during the, the recent, uh, you know, sort of self-isolation I was just in literally last week, um, you know, obviously I knew I couldn't come to the gym. I know I knew I couldn't, you know, get, get, do my normal week. Um, so I did home training. Um, it was a deload week anyway, um, which, which helped me just in, in terms of mentally, I think throwing it out there, but I got in some really good workouts and, and it's because my mentality of home workouts have changed and I found a space where I could do that, that training, um, and I suppose the pandemic kind of, as I say, it has taught me that basis. And now I can feel more confident in what I'm doing going forward to the future. Because, um, you know, as I say, my big thing was that I use a lot of different pieces of kit. And my biggest beef about working out from home was that, you know, I like to use barbells, I like to use dumbbells, I like to use kettlebells, I like to use the cardio equipment. You know, I'm, I'm very much, a, I want to use as much kit as I can to keep it varied. But the truth is, is that when you're training from home, um, you know, you can do what you want. You can do what, whatever you, whatever you want. You, you might have to save for things. You might have to, you know, look forward to the future. And we'll talk about that as we go into the next phase, but you know, it's not, a, the, the, the limitation is set by you. So if you say, oh, I haven't got barbells, so I can't do barbell work. Therefore I can't train at home because I like to use barbells. Then you've, you've put that, you know, instantly that, that problem on yourself rather than thinking if I had a space in which I could then buy some barbells and buy a squat rack, um, it will cost me the initial outlay to, you know, some money, but I would then have that piece of kit. Um, but for the meantime, I could do a lot of body weights. Uh, I could buy dumbbells or kettlebells or, you know, use weighted implements around the house, um, you know, like rucksacks or, um, you know, just stones or whatever you might have around and do some sort of workouts with those things. So, there, there is no excuse. It's just, as I say, the, the, the obstacle that you would then put in front of you. So when you're training at home, the reason it could be so awesome is, you know, you can train when you want. You can train when you want stroke can, I suppose, is the, the, the most important thing. And that's what I found, you know, most beneficial from it. I didn't have to go to the gym. I didn't have to get in my car, drive to the gym, get into the, the gym, chat to people around, spend probably 10, 15 minutes, you know, just digressing, talking, thinking about my session going to do the session, doing the, doing, you know, getting my kit out ready for the session, do the session, put all the kit away, clean it up, go out, probably have another conversation with someone, you know, by the end, my 30 to 45 minute workout has turned into an hour, hour and a half, because I'm just, you know, the commute, the, the talking, the everything else added to it builds that up. So then I know that I need to give myself, you know, if, if I'm super efficient, I can get in and out of the gym in like 30, 40 minutes, which is no problem. Um, but I know that most of the time I'm not going to be that efficient. Um, if you have kids, if you have, uh, you know, you want, you want to t- time with your partner, if you have work and, and other commitments to do, then training in a gym can sometimes actually be the least beneficial way to do it. Now you might have a 24 hour gym that you can just walk into anytime you want. You might have all those options, but do you really take those? If you know, you've then got to drive there, you've got to get into your gym kit, you've got to do all those you know, get all the preparation right, exercise, then have a shower, come back, you know, what have you missed out by doing all of that? When you train at home, you know, that's a 30 to 40 minute commitment, get in, get it done. And you're still at home. You know, you can deal with things straight afterwards. You're, you're there. Um, you can, you know, you can quickly get workout before dinner. You can quickly get workout when you wake up in the morning, you can quickly get workout at your lunch break. You can quickly get a workout at some point of the day. That's not going to be 
distraction for you or anyone else. And you can do that whenever you want stroke can. And that's a massive bonus uh, for training at home. Um, you can use the kit you want. As I said before, you know, it's not necessary that, you know, if you go to a group based session or if you go to, you know, if you go to a, a, a you know, or do a workout from, a, from an online thing and you, you obviously have all the kit with you, you know, they'll tell you what equipment to use for what thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you prefer using, you know, certain pieces of kit, I am a advocate of the kettlebell. And when you do real fit online workouts, I generally, you know, I often say, you know, I want, you know, to buy kettlebells and utilize those because they're the most uh, scope of doing, you know, many different uh, qualities, uh, working the different uh, energy systems and, and being able to do multiple different things, but just by changing the grips on them, you know, they're just so diverse. So I really like working with kettlebells and, and body weight. So that's the kit I use and that's the kit I like to use. Um, and that's really, you know, as I say, that's how you can set it up at home. You can buy it, you buy the kit that you want and then you use that kit for the, the workouts that you do. Um, and a big thing about that, you know, the, the other extremity of that is that, you know, you're not, you know, you're not forced to change your workouts on the fly because of busy times in the gym. You know, for me, the reason home workouts are so great, um, if I was someone who especially works out in a commercial gym, uh, which I which I thankfully don't, but if I did, then I would know that, you know, I'm probably going to train during peak times. I'm going to, you know, whether it's the morning or in the evening, the morning's probably going to be a bit quieter, but if you work out in the evenings and you know that mad half four to like half six, seven o'clock in the evening rush that gyms get, every bit of equipment is taken up, every every space and opportunity is taken up, if your your workout asks you to do, you know, a, a 30 second sprint and then doing 10 push ups, 10 sit ups, for example, and did that for eight rounds. If that was your workout and every time you got off the treadmill and to do your sit ups and your push ups, there was someone sort of hovering around because they thought, oh, I want to use the treadmill and you're kind of doing sit ups and push ups, you know, kind of wasting that that time. I want to use that treadmill for, for half an hour just to watch my program um, and, and not really train it becomes frustration. And I, I used to, you know, again, it was, a, it, there was a, a, every now and again, when I worked in a commercial gym or when I worked in a more popular gym that I always dreaded having to have, you know, do my workout in the, the peak times. It just was never an enjoyable experience. And, and I can't understand people that, that, that if that's their only option, you know, it's just, I would, if I want to use a, a treadmill and do some exercises in between it, or use the rowing machine, do, I don't want to feel like I'm taking up people's equipment or, or, or too much space. Whereas when you train at home, you can use as much kit as you want. You can do the setups however you want. And when it comes to doing circuits or combos or, or complexes or anything that we do here at Real Fit Online, and you have to use multiple bits of kit or multiple you know, stations or take up a bit of space, you can do that and you don't have to answer to anyone and you can just get it done and you don't have to have that stress in your time. So you can use the kit that you want. You can buy the kit that you want. Um, it's just a great thing. Um, and you can use your pro training program or training approach that you want. So we have real fit online, which we're offering the high density solution, um, very, very soon, um, which is based around the training we do here at real fit, um, plus the nutritional aspects. Um, but it's the, that high density sort of work. So you can do that program or you could do any other program you wanted to, you know, you go on the internet, you could buy a, a program from a coach that you like, um, or you can just download free ones from Google. Um, and just try them out 
and do what you want. You don't have to feel, again, obligated to do whatever the class program is doing on that particular day. Um, and on Real Fit Online, we offer exclusive programs that allow you to do different styles of training with different bits of equipment. Um, and that can be something that maybe you, you do and you can just think, oh, I'm going to do this for a few weeks and then I'm going to do something else for a few weeks. And you can kind of do whatever you want because it's your space, it's your time, it's your gym, basically, at the end of the day. So the benefits are there. You know, you, you, you really, the, the, the biggest benefit to home training is freedom. And if you have that freedom, as long as you can, as I say, as long as you can make that space your own, then, you know, it's going to work really well for you. So really, what do you need to get started? I mean, the big, the big question now then is, okay, can you give me the, the benefits and, and the, you know, the pros and cons, you know, I'm someone that quite enjoys training at home or I like training. I don't mind training on my own. I don't mind being pushed and motivated. What are my options? What, what can I do to get started? And the big thing really is that, as I say, the first thing is find that space. So if you're lucky enough to have a gym, uh, sorry, not gym, a, uh, if you're lucky enough to have a garage or an outhouse or a space that you can train in, then I would advise getting that sorted out. I'm currently, you know, de developing my garage to be my home hub. So a lot of the social media, uh, a lot of the training and stuff for Real Fit Online will be from my uh, lab uh, at home, my, my, my garage. Um, so I'm just currently working on that process right now. That should be ready, hopefully, for the for the back end of this year. Um, so you get a space, find, just find a space. But it doesn't have to be a garage, obviously. If you're not lucky enough to have that and you're just training your own apartment or you're training your own home, then you will just need a space. So make that space. Make that a, a commitment so that you know that that's where I go and train. And uh, and then you work around that. Um, you know, I can't stop the dog coming in and, and trying to get free hugs and, and strokes while you're trying to do planks. Um, I can't help the kids coming in uh, and asking you 300 questions while you're trying to do your workout and listen to what the instructor is saying online on the on-demand video. You know, those are just things. That's just life. Um, but if you can get a space and make it your space, then it's going to be much better in the long term. Real Fit Online, we advise to get the following kit. So once you've got your space, then we we would say that you want some sort of weight, weighted implements. Um, as I say, I'm always going to be an advocate for kettlebells because they're super efficient and, you know, each one, as you go up heavier in weights, obviously they get a little bit more expensive each time, but you could buy an eight kilo up to sort of a 24 kilo for, for, for reasonable prices. Once you go up to, you know, 28, 32s, etc., they start getting a bit expensive, but always keep your eye out on a, um, uh, like a reseller site. So Facebook marketing or, or, um, uh, I can't think of any of the others now. That's pretty bad, isn't it? So, but, but I, I use Facebook marketing all the time because it's just nice and easy. But I just go in there, I type in, a, you know, gym equipment or kettlebells or whatever I want, and then you'll get people that are reselling stuff at a much better price anyway. So secondhand items are always good. But kettlebells or dumbbells, adjustable dumbbells are always good as well because you can still do a lot of stuff with dumbbells um, and they might be a little bit cheaper in the, in, the, in the short term. But as I said, long term, if you can start learning and, and training with kettlebells, you'll get so much more out of them in the long run. Um, suspension trainer. Things like Olympic rings uh, are a good, cheaper option. Um, you now can get some cheaper um, uh, suspension kits. Um, there obviously is TRX, which is the sort of the gold standard ones, but there's a lot more jungle gym or suspension trainer based things now that are much cheaper. So I'd always advise people getting that because they're great for body weight work, um, especially for the upper back, um, for rows and, and pulls and stuff like that. And also some ab stuff that you can do on those. Um, and also for those that struggle with squatting and single leg squatting and stuff like that, 
they're awesome for helping with support of those. So I would always advise the suspension trainer along with your weights. And then the final pieces would be things like cardio equipment. So we're talking, you know, bikes, treadmills, rowing machines, that, that these are much more expensive uh, items and aren't something that I would, you know, recommend you try and run out and get straight away. And, and then obviously they take up a bit more space. Um, so if you have the space to, to put, you know, a piece of cardio equipment in, then you can do that. But as always, guys, the, the, you know, the fact is, is if you work out from home, the other, the other advantage is you're not spending that money on a gym fee. So that money can then be reinvested into other kit. So if you, you know, I'd always advise people to get something that is as full bodied as possible. Um, you know, the rowing machine is a perfect example of that. I recently, um, picked up a rowing machine for about 70 pounds. It's a good rowing machine. Um, it's not a, a concept two. It's not like the ones that you, you can buy for like 1700 pounds. Um, but it's, it's a good rowing machine. It's going to, it's going to do me as one person at my home. You know, it's not like multiple people are using it. And then when it breaks down or crashes or anything else like that, I can buy a brand new one or I can get it repaired, whatever. But you know, that to me is, is a smart investment because I know that 70 pounds is going to be well used in the first, you know, first couple of months of me using my home gym. So, um, but you know, bikes and treadmills and stuff like that, there's always people sell it, reselling those secondhand. So look out for those, um, and grab a bargain when you can, as long as you're, you can afford the space, um, start saving small, um, and build up over the time. So as I say, you're not paying that gym fee. So maybe if you're, for example, paying 30 pound a month for your gym fee, take that 30 pound a month and just put it into a savings account. And after, you know, after the year, you would have saved up over 300 pounds and then you'll have money there to go, right, well, I've got 300 quid here. Let's see what I want to buy. I can buy a new kettlebell or I can buy a piece of gym equipment or I can buy a treadmill or I can, you know, you'll find something you you, you need or you, you feel like you need to kind of take you to that next level and then you can buy those bits of kit because you're not spending it paying someone else to use their gym space. You're using your gym space so you can pay yourself and thus get what you want. And that money obviously could be as small as five pounds a month and it could be as high as 100, 200 pounds a month, depending on how much spare income you have. But the fact that you're not paying a gym, that membership fee means you can then reinvest it back into your gym and actually buy yourself some new kit and have the kit that you want there. Um, and I would strongly advise the last thing is sort of something you don't really think about, but it's something that, you know, again, where people get a little bit anxious or, or what, or, you know, maybe not anxious, but the reason they don't want to work out from home and it's because of the weather, right? When it's cold and it's cold and dark in the winter months, obviously going to the gym is going to be hard work. Getting into your garage will still be hard work or going into, you know, if you're training outside. So I would advise buying yourself a heater or a cooling fan and or a cooling fan. Um, they can be lifesavers during the hot and cold seasons. Living in the UK, you know, we've just gone through a big heat wave. It was super hot. Having a fan there will just be enough to keep you, you know, keep you cooler as you're training. Um, but we know that, you know, inevitably in the next couple of weeks, it's going to start getting cooler. It's going to start getting darker. I already noticed this morning driving into work, it was seemed a little bit darker at about five this morning. Um, you know, the nights and the mornings are going to draw in and get darker and colder. Having a heater there that you can go out, put on for 10 minutes before you go out and train, just so that the room's a little warmer. Um, it's going to help you in the long run, keep you motivated and, you know, not make it such a, a battle um, to get that homework in. So if I was to advise you what to get, some sort of weight, kettlebell, suspension trainer, some sort of cardio equipment, um, have a savings account that you can put more, more money into to buy more kit in the future and a heater stroke cooling fan or both um, for the, the, you know, the, the changes in weather. Um, you know, very rarely do we have a day where it's just like perfect temperature and you can just come in and train and, and, and not need 
a heat or a fan to get you through that session. So those are things I would advise to start buying or start or start getting sorted out and organized to do your home gym. Real Fit Online will be an opportunity to help people train in different environments for different goals. It's going to be very much, it's, you know, it's my own training programs, my own training philosophies, my own training system that we've created, the high density solution that's going to help people get results from home with the, the you know, the, the, the most efficient way possible, the most efficient time. You know, that's what we're all about, that, again, that efficiency of exercise. So if you're interested in getting involved in that, um, give, drop us a line at connect at realfitonline.co.uk. We'll send you through some details. You can currently sign up to realfitonline. Um, you get a free month um, and then you will start paying $12.99 a month from that date. So, but you can cancel at any time, obviously before that, that $12.99 comes out of your account, but you get a, three, a free month where you just get to start seeing what we're doing. On-demand classes, uh, the exclusive programs that we write for, for you to follow along to. Um, we also have, um, you know, daily unit you know, or sort of exclusive uh, educational pieces as well um, called expert coaching where you'll get videos and uh, articles and blogs um, based around what we do we've got coaching options coming up very soon and obviously the opportunity to do personal training if you want to do that um, and obviously webinars for our members as well so get involved with that guys um, hopefully uh, you know we'll see you there um, but if this has helped you out and you now want to start home training, drop us some questions, drop us a, a line if you need any more help um, and we can help you get set up and ready to go. But otherwise, just be awesome. Go get that day and I'll speak to you guys soon. Catch you later.